All right, so yeah, I think it's time to check in. Uh, you know, I was trying to think of a kind of a a podcast goofy name. You know, like Cannabis Corner. Can- <laughs> cannabis Can- Corner. I don't know. That almost sounds like claustrophobic or something. Like I don't want to put <laughs> you in a cannabis <laughs> corner. Nobody puts Jerry <laughs> in a cannabis <laughs> corner. You know, but 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 yeah, I don't know. Uh, but yeah, let's go into something really uh, interesting that you mentioned. Um, that I never heard about. So, so uh, what yeah, is this thing? There's a yeah, it's a, it's a new craze. It's a new <laughs> craze that's sweeping the country actually very fast. This all sort of came up, uh, you know, over the pandemic and and over the latter part of it. The um, I'm trying to think of how to best explain this. The um, at the federal level level, cannabis defined as either indica, sativa, or hybrid strain of that plant um, with over 0.3% delta-9 THC. It gets to be called cannabis. It's federal. It's illegal still. Schedule one substance at the federal level. Uh, as many people know, a num- increasing numbers of states have legalized slash decriminalized it for medical and recreational use. But then there's also what they what's called hemp technically same plant um but if it has less than 0.3 percent thc it is called hemp it is not considered uh, a drug of any sort and uh that's the source of the various uh, medicinal cannabinoids that are being sold in even in states where cannabis uh is not legal yet cbd i'm sure everyone has heard of cbg cbn but not um, bgs but not the bgs okay. no no that's no, a, i have heard of them but that, they're not considered no, that's a, a legal st- that's version. a strain on lethally <laughs> okay. of okay but no that's different but the um here's the th- the thing the um to get the hemp to be able to be sold and and separated from the schedule one and all these federal restrictions it was actually the 2018 farm bill that congress passed which as long as it is hemp and it is verified hemp through lab testing both before it's harvested and afterwards and it meets as long as it meets the requirements uh free of contaminants and has the less than 0.3 percent thc it's considered hemp. It's used uh, has industrial uses, textile uses, um, again medicines, CBD, and other non psychoactive cannabinoids. It can be sold across state lines. You can order it by mail for delivery, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. At any rate, the um, the thing, the phenomenon, which is phenomenon which has crept up over this past year is a sort of loophole <laughs> around the federal scheduling of cannabis. And it goes like this. Uh, these hemp strains, the flowering tops or the buds themselves uh, in a hemp rather than cannabis have very large amounts of CBD among these other cannabinoids. And as it turns out, I'll spare you the... Uh, chemistry but the i'm good for the chemistry because even though i don't understand it it just makes me feel like i'm i'm learning (laughs) something even though i'm probably still confused yeah you you can you can though the short version is you can 
react, chemically react to CBD, um, various solvents. I believe it's a basic, a base environment that you need of some sort. And at any rate, if you do this reaction properly, the right reaction conditions, temperature, and so forth, right catalysts, uh, you can yield a product that's an isomer of delta-9 THC. You know, when people say D THC, you know, the component in marijuana that's or cannabis that's psychoactive, that's it's sort of a foregone conclusion that when you just sell, say, THC, it's just shorthand for the delta-9 isomer of THC. But THC, the molecule, can actually actually comes in many isomers, uh, different chemical substitutions on side chains and in different positions and so forth. And it turns out with CBD, it's fairly easy to convert it through a chemical reaction into an isomer known as delta-8 And who, THC. Who, who, who was, I mean, did, in your studies about this, did they indicate the origins of well, the why origins, or where or who It's actually doing been that? known for decades. Um, okay. It, okay. It's a very famous Israeli researcher, actually, who was the first person to synthesize many of the cannabinoids. Okay. And, I'm, and his name is okay. Mahulam, I think. His name is now sort of blank. So it, it was known to exist for a very okay. long so time. Okay, so it's not like these people just suddenly went, Whoa! No, it's not a synthetic this is drug cool. or a designer. This is brand drug. new. So, so it's been around. The it's potential around. for extracting this has been around. For a yes, while. and and also, yeah. When I'm saying, uh, I'm saying, um, I'm making it sound like it's a synthetic. Con it's not. You you could extract it. It does exist in both hemp and cannabis, but in minuscule amount, very minuscule amounts. Mm. But it is it is a cannabinoid. But you also can semi-synthetically derive it from CBD. Now here's the, the wrinkle. The whole idea of the Farm Bill Act and the separation, careful, carefully orchestrated separation of hemp from cannabis. Um, the purpose of this was that Delta 9 THC at the federal level is still a Schedule 1 controlled um, psychoactive substance drug with no no legitimate medical purpose at all is what schedule one means even though states now are breaking from that but the in keeping with that farm bill act um if it's hemp or again less than 0.9 percent of the delta 9 thc um or products made from that that's not cannabis mm -hmm. that's legal etc so yeah, to your question, who discovered... Well, I'm, apart from who discovered it, who figured out... The loophole, I guess. The loophole and yeah. that you can get hemp, which is legal, not cannabis. You can extract the CBD from it, which also is, um, is legal. And that's where you can buy CBD at health food stores and such because it's not considered cannabis. But you can use that... CBD derived from hemp to to produce this delta 8 THC in large amounts and you can do little tricks like um, and get this delta THC in a liquid suspension a distillate which you then could put in a Windex bottle essentially and spray it back onto other hemp 
flowers, other hemp buds. And in theory, and delta, the, let me just say the delta 8 THC is psychoactive. It's very much along the lines of the delta, of delta 9 THC, but it's less potent. Um, and I don't know how into the weeds, haha, ha, oh, you want to get. Oh, there we go. There we go. <laughs> but, um, I, see, I see what you did but, there. But, but um, <laughs> geez. But pot- in pharmacology, potency of a drug and efficacy of a drug are two different things. Pot- potency just refers to how much of it will produce, what dose, in other words, will produce a given effect. Efficacy refers to how big of an effect can you get if you keep keep. So the point is that as far as uh, can be determined, delta-8 THC it has the same psychoactive properties as delta-9, but it's less potent. You would need more of it to get an equal effect with a, to, that you'd get with a lesser amount of delta-9. But the loophole comes from the fact that this delta-8 THC itself was made from CBD from farm act 2018 legal to sell mail order and ship across state border hemp and then it is sprayed back onto that same legally classified hemp and now legally can be also sold uh online and delivered through the mail and so forth but it now has a psychoactive chemical in it um but technically it's hemp under the 2018 uh, farm bill. There's a lot of other side issues here. Like um, a lot of this thing has taken off. It's a phenomenon right now. Everyone's, I don't know, everyone, a lot of people are trying to cash in on this. Mm-hmm. Um, it's a thorn in the side to pretty much all of the legal cannabis players because legal cannabis is probably one of the most regulated for purity and for it is what it says it is in terms of ratios of cannabinoids and terpenes um when you buy through a dispensary uh, a cannabis project you don't need to worry about safety this there's no fly by night stuff going on here and with this delta 8 thc um there's a lot of people playing fast and loose. Is that the term with, with the regulations? Doing what's called lab shopping, to um, cut corners on the purity. Right? There's men. There's different ways you can um, derive this delta eight THC from the CBD, but it does involve solvents, which could contain contaminants. There could be issues with heavy metal contaminants, um, various toxic compounds, but I know I've seen these Delta 8 THC products um, turning up in liquor stores and gas stations mm. and, and that, that kind of market. And I know that the, um, you know, some re- very reputable uh, cannabis labs are very upset because they know the people who are producing some of these things are lab shopping to um, get it verified as a Delta 8 THC product, which they can then sell again online and drug. Well, that that raises an interesting interesting question. So even though it's kind of like, like I said, it's a loophole, they're they're, they're finding a way to to get around um, 
the you know what 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 is what is supposed to be a very regulated industry. industry. What 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 do they still have to meet? Like in other words, like you said, like uh, with the lab shopping, do they still in order to advertise it as say, you know, Delta Eight, uh, whatever uh, ingestibles or uh, spray? Do they still have to say like, well, we got to cover our bases at least to be able to actually put this on the market? So we'll at least find X Lab or Z Lab who can who can say, well, we tested it. And it appears to be legitimately, yeah, meaning uh, that, or do they have any requirements? Well, at all? yeah, as far as I know, <laughs> you know, the only requirement, yeah, the, or the biggest one, uh, the, oh, I'm pretty sure it's the only requirement is that it does not have more than 0.3% oh, wow, wow, Delta 9 THC in it, so therefore, not, it is hemp, yeah, so it's and not it's so much sprayed with this hemp <laughs> product, um, with a, a compound that's very much like the Delta 9 THC that makes it not be hemp anymore correct so it's like it's it's to the people who are looking for this the the advantage is it's essentially a kind of legal psychoactive yeah similar to cannabis product but to the people who are making it their one uh, stickler is they have to still make sure so that they don't get arrested that it is not s- too similar to delta nine so it doesn't, it so doesn't have Right, delta significant. So essentially, it's being nine. tested for what's not there, there, but yes. not being tested for what really. Right, is like there? is it being tested for <laughs> for purity and yeah, contaminants yeah, yeah, to the yeah. extent that um, yeah, that uh, commercial cannabis? No, so it's yeah, it's a thorn in the side to the federal government. Obviously, it's a monkey wrench in the legal cannabis states. Mm-hmm. Um, to the labs who are and the companies who are trying their best to to make cannabis um, a regulated, safe product, mm-hmm. this this thing has shown up now, and yeah, a lot of the vendors who are selling it, um, who knows? Right. Um, right. If you can find a right. lab that can just say it doesn't have more than the 03 percent of delta nine, and maybe some quick and dirty test to say. It doesn't have lead in it or something, so that's pure um, it's good enough. It's not radioactive, so you're good. And if you, uh, yeah, and if yeah. you live in a state where cannabis isn't legal yet, um, oh, I see, that's a big right. Deal. You can get yeah, right. right. As I said, Delta Eight is less potent, which means you just need to consume more of it to get a given right effect to get an effect of a higher dose or lower right. dose of Delta right. I, Nine. I, I, I saw an article, again, I, I have literally never heard of this until uh, until you, you mentioned it was going to be a possibly a topic. But, yeah, one article compared it to, like, beer and, and strong whiskey. Yeah. That, you know, just because yes. the beer is weaker, yeah, it doesn't knowledge. mean you can't just sit down with your, uh, you know, your your whatever it is, you know, your peps, mm-hmm. and, and just drink a lot of it. Right. Right. If you can, dr- yeah. right, if you can hold enough beer... Well, you know, there's right. some craft beers which have higher up, but yes. the principle, yes, yes. Yeah. just alcohol is alcohol, and um, yes, distilled spirits are going to have a higher okay. content of it than a fermented product, but that's a different, yes, in pharmacological terms, that's a difference in potency, not efficacy. You just would need more beer to equal a lesser amount of a distilled spirit. And has there been any news or, or investigations? Like, So say you were a farmer in Jersey, a farmer in PA, Delaware, or whatever, someplace relatively close, and you did decide to turn over part of your farm to hemp in the right. last three years. Are you in any way going to be 
offered more money for it? Is is, is or the, is, is this in any way like an economic opportunity okay, for that, you? For the CBD market and the hemp market, th- this is a this is a fluid situation. <laughs> um, the initial shock was this thing this Delta Eight THC has taken off so much that the price of CBD was driven down. Like wholesale price, I guess it was dr- driven way down um, because people, the demand for the Delta 8 THC derived from it was actually exceeding demand for CBD in, in certain states and markets and so forth. But I read a recent post from a legitimate and highly respected lab, a comment from them. They were, it was a, a blog post that they wrote about the lab shopping that's going into this and how it's you know this could be damaging the reputation of legitimate labs and and vendors but the the latest comment was actually the prices of cbd are are going up again a little bit as a result of this because of how much delta 8 thc is being made now from cbd it's literally gotten to the point where um I, i guess some operations don't have as much CBD in reserve just for CBD purposes, wow. standalone. I see. So it's, and I, you know, I've just heard talk that the mm-hmm. federal government is, uh, uh, you know, they're, what's the word? They, they don't like this. <laughs> no. <laughs> and and the it's grower and the confusing. legitimate cannabis industry don't like it either. No. And the legitimate, so. Well, I suppose like, like, like kind of like um, the issue with the, uh, the vitamin E mixed in with those vape, vape that, that's earth, a contaminant, you know, right? Yeah, and, and and a lot of kids or younger adults getting seriously ill. Yeah, um, and they were getting it all in the black market or through vague online places. I suppose all yeah. it's going to take is just one or two instances where somebody gets a contaminated they, version. Yeah, to uh, draw attention to the to worst it. side of it, I suppose. Yeah, but then even still, like I guess, is that going to shut it down? Yeah, and 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 I don't know because the. Right. right. It depends. Like the arguments that can be made. Technically, again, delta eight THC is a compound that does exist in uh, hemp and and or cannabis, whichever version. Yeah. It does exist in the plant. The fact that it's being derived from the hemp version and then put back into hemp, ver- spiking hemp <laughs> with a hemp derived psychoactive pro. The the law is just totally unequipped for the. Is it? A, it's like <laughs> right. it's like the designer drug clauses that were added to Schedule One substances, like the cathinone derivatives, the um, the synthetic cannabinoids, the ecstasy, those amphetamine, phenyl uh, phenylethylamine derivatives. Um, the original Schedule One drugs were things like diacetylmorphine, known by the brand name of heroin. Um, What's another Schedule One drug? Well, cannabis is Schedule One, THC is Schedule, but um, yeah, chem- You know, with with amphetamines and I don't want to get too much into this, but the, with alkaloid-based drugs, the chemistry to tweak that alkaloid a little bit to make something very similar or even stronger isn't rocket science. It's it's organic chemistry at best, and so you you have and. You know, phenylethylamine is the base, the basic molecule that amphetamine is derived from it, and amphetamine itself is a 
blanket term. There's there's thousands of potential molecules that would be called an, an amphetamine. Amphetamines are a class of drugs. Uh, most people think of the standard amphetamines like dextro, levo amphetamine isomers, or the methylated version. But no, technically, uh, ecstasy is an amphetamine, MMDA, MDA, um, and there's you know there's that chemist for Dow. He got to retire early. Um, Alexander Shulgin, I think he oh, just right. died not sure. Long, Shulgin, who yeah, wrote, yeah. wrote a whole book on yeah. substituted phenylethylamines and how many of you can make. There's hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of them. And up until the early 90s, most of those were legal. There was no, they didn't exist until they were, chemists started synthesizing these things on the street chemists and so forth. So there's these designer drug laws came in to cover those things. And now the designer it's like any drug that has the phenylethylamine skeleton and is psychoactive it's a schedule one drug even right. if you haven't invented it yet but this is different the delta 8 thc is different it's it and is, one thing i'm sorry go ahead oh it is it is technically a natural product of the hemp plant and it's I, and also too it's it's much the the potency issue the fact that it's so much less potent um uh, it's 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 got an attraction for some people getting. From one of the articles I read, there was like during the pandemic, all the stress and the anxiety. Yeah. People were were not only in, intrigued by the fact that they could order it for free, or not for free, sorry, order it legally, uh, but that it wasn't knocking them on their ass. They could actually handle right. the the doses, you know, the, the less potent doses without getting. That, yeah, that's um, the big buzz around out. it. Yeah. <laughs> The big yeah. buzz around this. Oh, I've done it again. The uh, <laughs> oh, the buzz. <laughs> the buzz, the buzz no, around is the, that, the subject is because like you can get it. This distillate of the delta eight THC, it can be made into edibles and so forth, but it also can be the liquid can be sprayed onto. That's a Harley effect. That was not yes. a real Harley. That wasn't drug. a real no, Harley drug. Just an effect. Sorry. Um, but it, it can be sprayed onto hemp itself. Well, hemp already is very rich in the cbd which is the anti-anxiety but doesn't get you high doesn't intoxicate you um component of hemp now this delta t delta 8 thc which is a much less potent isomer of the delta 9 um isn't going to be one of these super strong bubba kush cherry pie What's the newest the leafly strain of the year? Runts with a Z. <laughs> uh, it's not that. So you, so people who are, um, are sensitive to the Delta 9 THC when it's very in high concentrations, the anxiety, uh, paranoia, some temporary loss of contact with the reality. Like things, you know, cannabis is not totally innocuous it's um some people can't handle the highly concentrated delta 9 but this the delta 8 yeah as he said it's much less potent so you can titrate that dose much better um it's going to have a much more relaxing effect and it is acting synergistically with the high cbd content that's already in the the hemp plant and that this delta 8 is being added back into only in a higher amount than it would have been in and so yeah the buzz around it is people are people are loving this wow this stuff and Interesting. It's, it's really so it's not just a small little niche market mm -hmm. like it, it very quickly is okay. dominating um so will there be 
if everything works out the way it works out, which will, I'm sure, be influenced by a lot of different factors, do you foresee a year from now, uh, as as the dispensaries begin to open in Jersey, do you f- foresee an option for, say, edibles featuring Dota 8 from the legitimate dispensaries? I don't know. That could go right. That could go either way. Because um, if, it, like I said, if it gets my, this buzz of being safer, better for say older people who just have memories of really not feeling comfortable <laughs> on right. very strong marijuana, you know. Um, but th- maybe. there's other ways to do to do that by um, manipulating the ratios of I THC see. to okay. C, right. So they're so already they are stri- you know. So my guess is going to be in states where cannabis is legal. It's just a guess. The industry will stamp out the dope because why do they? Yeah. Yeah. They don't need it. Right. It would um, be like kind of advert. It, like it, if they, they create re- that channel, it would almost be like a proper liquor store back in the day. Not today because today everything's a little bit more wide open. But like a, back in the day when, like, say, making your own right. moonshine, whatever was yeah. was frowned upon. Like them going, but no, it's okay. You can buy it here because <laughs> we, we, you know, we know you like it. Uh, but at the same time, don't make it at home or whatever. You right. know, they would be sending mixed signals, I guess. Yeah. 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 And the, yeah, they, and they can, um, cannabis breeders can um, achieve the same results um, without any any um, chemistry at all, just breeding the mm-hmm. plant itself okay. to naturally produce different amounts and concentrations of different cannabinoids and terpenes and circretines and so forth. Wow. So this is Good, I guess, yeah. for consumers in states that have not legalized cannabis yet because they can get a product that has the psychoactive effects, although less so um, legally, but at a cost of potentially a dangerous product, mm-hmm. a contaminated product, and it's hurting the legitimate um, cannabis businesses and industries growers dispensaries and it's probably also even though as i said late just very recently it seems like initially it drove the price of cbd down wholesale but now it's coming back but it's it's eating into the the hemp farmers and and their Mm -hmm. their market as well so it's a thorny situation (laughs) Uh, well, that's good. This is a so good take. It. You heard, you heard it here. There it is. So, so the edit. I think Delta I feel like, I feel like we got a scoop. You know, I feel like maybe we need to go out live with this. Early, yeah, look, you know? look into this. You yes. may Maybe surprised what's happened. Yes. Over the fact. And who knows? By the time this goes on uh, the air, you know, um, uh, this story may have he- uh, heated up.